Welcome to GKAD, where we take Gaijin Kampai and weave it with wool, and then get it wet and throw it in the dryer so it comes out all shrinky-sized. And that's GKAD. <laughs> you worked on that all night, didn't you? <laughs> I mean, all afternoon. I wouldn't uh, say all night. Good, good for you. Yes. You're witty. <laughs> Thanks. This episode, we are reviewing Supergroup Arashi's 12th album? I think 12th so. 12th album. Yeah. Simply called Love, which makes sorting through them in iTunes so easy when they name <laughs> their album Word Like Love. Yeah. Um, <laughs> reviewing this album is myself, Loki. And you can call me Zero. There are these guys, five of them, that every 30 or 40-something women in Japan wants to marry, and they're known as Arashi, a boy group under Johnny and Associates, Johnny's Entertainment, and they sound just exactly like every other guy under Johnny's Entertainment. That's just my opinion, though. But anyway, they're charming, and they're adorable, and uh, they debuted in 1999 with a single called Arashi, which is so fucking creative. Um... (laughs) So, yeah. Um, Loki, what did you think of this album uh, by the guys that everybody wants to marry? Like, every woman in Japan wants to commit polygamy with all there five is of these guys. quite a long line. And then if, if sixth, if you count their already husband. Which <laughs> 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 they don't. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's kind of cool. Looking through uh, the Wikipedia entry, it's, it was kind of cool to see that they released an album every single year. Since their debut, except 2009, I don't know what happened. Maybe one of them was sick. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. But uh, but okay. So I have been ridiculed on the old Gaijin Kampai show about how much I love Arashi, and I do because you're on, a thirty-something Japanese woman. No, I love them on variety shows. <laughs> I do not like their music, save for a handful of their singles. It's about 50-50 whether I like the singles or not. Um, and their albums are always shit and long, like double albums and uh, close to double albums like this one. And it's really daunting to listen to their albums sometimes. And um, so I had extremely low expectations going into this and I didn't hate it, but... I didn't like it either. It was, um, talk about an album or any piece of media that blows its load right in the beginning because holy shit, the, the first two songs, Iwo Utao and Sayonara no Atode are really good. Um, Iwo Utao is fi- a five star song. I think, I think it's a really, really catchy The blew me off guard. I wasn't expecting that. And I was like, holy crap, this album could actually be good. And then track three, starts the downfall and it becomes what I know Arashi albums to be and it just gets mediocre and bland and they have no idea what genre of music they actually are singing oh Um, god seriously I don't understand why they don't just stick with you know stick with what makes good singles I guess that you know they they do very good um, like 
epic, like romantic, heavy on the strings pop songs. It's the big and the big like chanting all together in concert type stuff. Yeah, they do great with that. It's just yeah. like that's all you're gonna do anyway is get the audience involved in concert. So just fucking only do that. More that's strings, fine. always more better. I mean, mm-hmm. it's a simple equation. Um, so when you get Ayoto and Sayonara Noa today heavy on the strings, it works. It works very well. And Breathless is, uh, you know, smack in the middle of the album, which is, I think, just to break up the shit because, you know, it follows that same, uh, you know, winning combination. And it's one of their best singles ever, period. And it's really catchy and it's really, you know, empowering and and it's got that flair for the epic and it's it's really awesome. However, um, you know, as you start down the list, you know, after the first two songs it gets mediocre, and then after halfway, it gets really shitty. Really shitty. Starting with however you wanna say two thousand wait, twenty thousand eight hundred and twenty-five. However you want to do that. I mean, I love me some Nino. He's a great guy. But uh, his track really starts the, the, how do you, what's worse than a downfall? Utter shit fest? Okay. It starts the utter shit fest. It starts <laughs> the utter shit fest. Because starting with that track, nothing after that is really listenable. Especially Dance in the Dark. Oh, what a piece oh of shit Oh my God, was. did I ever. And then... Two tracks after that is funky, which is just kind of like more of the same of that, and it's just like, ah, oh, goddamn it, why, why would you do this? At least they squish them all together at the end, though, so like we can listen to the first half and be like, okay, I'm done, turn it off. Yeah, I mean, for me, it was the first. Well, the first eighth was really the only thing that I will ever actively listen to, and then the first half is where they should have stopped, and then the second half is just why. Why? I don't understand why they feel the need. You release an album every year, they don't need to be 16-track albums. They don't need to be double albums. You know, tone it down a bit. I really... I think one of the problems with these... God damn it, phone, shut up. The fuck? Why are you even on my desk? <laughs> um, <laughs> I have a very fun relationship with my phone tonight. Anyway, <laughs> I think the problem with these, a lot of these, you know, Johnny's albums is that they've always got the solo songs on there. Don't do that. Don't mix the solo songs in with the rest of the album. Have them be like an EP or like a disc two on these. I'd be okay with that, you know? Because, I mean, they're rarely worth it. They are rarely worth it. Um, You know, Dance in the Dark, perfect example. Why the fuck do we have this? I'll be honest with you, Hit the Floor is the only one that's even kind of listenable out of all the solo tracks. I would have much rather them be like a little mini disc, like a three inch CD on the side. (laughs) <laughs> stuck on the inside of the jewel case because I think they throw off the flow of the album completely because you're not hearing all the guys at once and I think they're not all worth being there and they make the album so fucking long I just don't give a shit you know yeah so I think those the solo songs mixed into the Johnny's Entertainment albums needs to go it needs to stop <laughs> well that's Please very stop. idolish I mean you see that it with is. AKB you see that with K-pop groups the the larger number K-pop groups and you I see it never you see it a lot. like it there are very few exceptions, and I can only think of one off the top of my head, mm. and that's uh, that's an after-school song whose name I can't even remember, but it's it was one of my AAs back in Gaijin Kampai days. But um, I mean, that's that's it, and I, and I got to say, just really quickly before you. Uh, you know, get to the meat of your review is that, um, you know, I said the last half of the album is shit, and it is. Um, however, Endless Game and Calling are not horrible. Um, they are good singles. It's because they are the singles. 
Um, I'm really talking about the the stuff that's around them. You know, I think they stuck those in there to get some kind of uplifting track order, and they kept it. They kept the lesser singles at the end with the lesser part of the album. Mm-hmm. It's planned out right. It's just a shame that they had to do it. And Rock Tonight sounds exactly the way you think it will, reading the track of the title. The title. Yeah. It really does, doesn't it? <laughs> I just kind of like was like under my breath, like, oh my god, I'm so embarrassed for you guys listening to that one. <laughs> like, oh, how cute you think you're badasses and you're not. You're not. <laughs> just on album covers. Yeah. Um, especially especially Matsujun. He's pretty good at doing the badass poses. Why do I know that? Matsujun is, uh, he's you an interesting character. He's, he, he is treated and thinks he's more attractive than he actually is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, that's why he does those poses. He does those, yeah. like, creeping from the corner, I'm totally gonna have sex with you poses, but they actually come across as creeping in the corner, I'm totally gonna rape you in your sleep poses. Yes. I mean, he's a good, <laughs> he, I like him in dramas and everything, and he's he always plays, you know, he is the, um, the cool guy who everyone wants to be friends with of the group. That's mm-hmm. his role in the group. But uh, he's not attractive, and I don't understand why no, he gets he, put on the pedestal. He, he looks like a cross between Tsunku and Hikawa Kiyoshi, which is just terrible. Really <laughs> terrible. They're all not <laughs> insanely attractive. They're but. all funny looking to me, but I mean, he in particular stands out to me as just like, what are you doing? Anyway, yes. anyway. it's probably actually review. That's a wholly review. different podcast that so, I would like to actually do. But at some ahead. point, we'll do like an Arashi <laughs> critique thing and it'll be awesome. Oh, my dream come true. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, sorry. Uh, what the hell, man? The truth is just coming out of you tonight. I'm the one who's drinking. What the hell, man? Anyway, so I basically feel exactly the same way as you on this album. Um, the first half of it, at least listenable for the most part. Even Confusion, which, you know, on the second listen is actually pretty cool, but I think that might be because, like, the last half sucked so bad. Maybe I go back to the beginning and I like Confusion more than I did. But um, Surf Rock. How do you hate Surf Rock? Or surf pop, I guess is the better word. I can recognize when it's acceptable. <laughs> um, I have good English. But I I really like Iwo Tao. Um, I, I wish it wasn't so obviously like the intro of the album, though, structurally, you know? Uh, I, I, I totally dig that. I was waiting for it to be like a, you know, like a shortened instrumental track to open the album, but then they started singing. I mean, that's pretty much my answer to all really good instrumental intro, album intro tracks, is that I want words to that vocals on that yeah yeah no completely completely totally agree with you on that one um no i'm definitely glad there were vocals on it but like i don't know i kind of wanted it to be beefed up or have more structural up and downs or something i don't know it was just too obviously a lead into everything else the way it built up it was good it was very good but like mm, i feel like it can only work at the beginning of a playlist you know um but yeah no i mean Breathless, dude. When that single came out, <laughs> you remember. You remember. I was just like, "Oh God, help me!" I love the new Arashi song. <laughs> Jesus Christ, <laughs> it's so good. It's, it's such so a good, song. good. It's really good. But like, honestly, I could just buy that single and be fine without ever hearing the rest of this again. It's fine. The first half I could leave playing in the background, and I won't tell you. Oh my God, shut this shit off. It's terrible. I'll do on the second half of the album for the most part, but um, no, the first half of it is is fine. It's okay. There's nothing wrong with it. 
Um, but Breathless is the only song on it that's actually good. I mean, out of the whole 16 fucking track album, they managed to get one song out of it that I actually actively enjoy. Um, I will tell, again, I like it, but eh, two, three stars because of the whole intro thing. So I don't know that today I like a little better. That's about... I really wish they had half stars in this because I can't... Three is not enough. Four's too much. Eh. <laughs> it's a C plus, you know? So good for them, but like breathless, A plus 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 plus, going across the chalkboard, man. That, that, they nailed it, nailed it with that one. But yeah, um, I don't really have too much else to contribute because I <laughs> talked to you about my opinion on the solo songs already. Uh, yeah, I think it's, I think it's, you know, I always, well, I always know I'm not gonna like an Arashi album, but I always find a way to have to listen to it anyway. Like an Alzheimer's and- patient. Yeah, and I'm right every time, and it's <laughs> getting to be sad. I just wish, um, you know, the the guys. Are, I mean, the guys are the top of the Johnny's food chain. I mean, no one can touch them at all, and they just especially need to, with cartoons drama lately. Well, I and I mean, cartoon was born of Arashi, um, in some respects. Actually, wasn't cartoon like backup dancers for Kinky Kids? Isn't that how they, how they uh, usually get their start? I, think so yes like johnny's junior does the backup dancing and then they have sex with johnny and they get their own group exactly oh okay good (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah so i mean it's just uh, i don't understand why they feel the need to release this much every time because it suffers every time Uh, and i and i and the fact that it tops the charts every time just the no one is there to say, hey, stop it. And they're like, oh, this is selling, you know, millions of copies a week. And it's just mm. like we're printing money. And the more tracks we, we put on there, the more money we are printing. Put them on the side of a plane. Fuck it. And they did. <laughs> it's really hard to stop doing shit when people pay you so handsomely for yes. shit. You know, mm-hmm. the less effort you put into it and get the most amount of profit out of it. I mean, more power to you. I mean, I really can't <laughs> fault them on that. Speaking as a, you know, dirty, filthy, greedy capitalist, I really can't fault them for that. <laughs> <laughs> no, this not a, but it's a manufactured boy band. It's not about art, you know. Like it, it upsets me when artists do bullshit. Like when Sheena Ringo has a shitty song, I'm like, oh, well, that's disappointing, you know, because she's a fucking artist, you know. This, eh, okay, <laughs> but as I don't care, I can't fault you for that. I'm not expecting art. That's fine. <laughs> It's not like they're charging more for it because there's yeah. more tracks. So you think they would just, you know, you know, throw away, you know, four or five of these songs and give it to one of the lesser Johnnies and yeah. and just tighten it up. You know, I can't fault the, you know, I can't fault the guys for for you know, overdoing it because they're just doing what they're told and they don't yeah. write their songs. I highly doubt they have much input at all. Um, <laughs> and so it's just, you know, it's just like it's packaged which we expect, but the package doesn't have to be so big. You can still charge, you know, twenty dollars for you know for ten tracks as you do sixteen, and you save yourself a little bit of respect. Yeah, no, this is an awful lot like having a gigantic box under the Christmas tree and having it all be those shitty fucking staticky packing peanuts that get everywhere. <laughs> well, like, I mean, those are fun. kind of fun for a little while. They're fun for a little while, <laughs> but then what happens? Jesus fucking Christ, I have to clean all this up, and then you grow to hate them. That's and then what... the dog starts pooping them out. And- <laughs> <laughs> That's 
pretty much exactly what a Johnny's Entertainment album is typically like. It's fun for a little while, and then fucking hell, you just hate it. And then it's shit. Then it's dog shit. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, my feelings have always been, Arashi make okay singles every now and then, but man, are they entertaining on the many, many television shows they have. So yeah, so thank you for listening to this epic episode of GKAD. If you like what you hear, head over to jpopjrock.com to uh, check out the show notes and purchase the albums that you're listening to in the background. Shh, don't tell anybody. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> you can also listen to other episodes and uh, subscribe on iTunes. We really appreciate it. And uh, we have a YouTube channel called GKJPopJRock where you can watch video versions of this episode and other select episodes from GKAD and uh, also check out our PV picks at the website where uh, we give you our recommendations of really songs that you should be listening to because damn we love them and you should love them because I mean we're your role models right yeah we're the ones who dictate your taste slaves (laughs) duh (laughs) and leave comments underneath saying how zero should not say slave (laughs) oh I should say slave I should say slave a lot (laughs) Twitter, my darling. All right. And there's Twitter also. Uh, you can follow the show, first and foremost, at mm-hmm. jpopjrock underscore. Uh, you can follow me at gk0, z-e-r-0, no o, just a zero, because I thought that was really fucking clever when I was 13 years old. And you it can is. follow Loki <laughs> at gk Loki L-O-K-I, and capitalize that damn K or he knows where you live. I'm just going to leave it at that. <laughs> I do have the new Google Maps now that I've upgraded my Mac, so I know where you live. <laughs> Johnny! Johnny.